This week brings us the winds of change and also the invitation from the universe to ground the F down. We're going to get into all of that and more and what it means for you on this week's episode of Cosmic Rx Radio. But first, I'm your host, Maddie Murphy, your girl, your high vibe hype woman, your cosmic consultant, your person who's also just hanging on for dear life during this wild ride of being a muggle, okay? Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. How are we doing? I've had a lot of DMs from you all saying Mercury is coming for my life. Mercury, be retrograding hard, okay? How are we doing? A wellness check. Are people here? Are we grounded? Are we good? There's so many stories of tech issues, travel mishaps, of course, exes and even like ex-friends, coworkers coming out from the woodwork. So just want to like say, if that's you, you're not alone in this, okay? You are not alone in this. And you know, not really part of this exact energy report, but I got to slip in there. We got a little reprieve. You know, I actually love Mercury Retrograde's chaos. I love the chance to just have opportunity to kind of like chill out for a few weeks, but that doesn't mean there's not some annoyances or nuisances happening. But on September 22nd, you know, that's the Kazemi. That's when Mercury, the planet of communication, enters the heart of the sun moments after the fall autumn equinox. So if you've been really riding the struggle bus and you're just like, what is happening? Everything is unclear. I'm in an ocean of emotion with a whole lot of glitches and delays and mishaps. Pay attention. September 22nd might bring you something. Aha, light bulb moment. But anyway, I'm getting way ahead of myself. I just had a lead off, had to jump off this pod with that info. Also, before I get in, thank you so much for all the birthday wishes outpouring. I felt so loved. I was driving up on my birthday up to Vermont with my work wife, Audrey, and her partner. And we were going to a wedding for a cosmic baddie, a member of our cosmic RX community and longtime friend, client of mine, Sarah. So she was getting married to her beautiful Taurus. She's a Scorpio. He's a Taurus. Hello. Like, match made in heaven. So it was such a beautiful day. We were celebrating their love and reflecting on their journey and like having all the birthday wishes come in. And I got it really early for that trip. And I got to see the moon set. And because it was the harvest moon, it was so bright and orange and it was so close to sunset. And I was just having this like cosmic moment of like, wow, my life is so beautiful. Your journey has been so nonlinear. Of course, we're humans. But look to where it's led you, and this is like just a miracle to be alive. And at that moment, the full moon was setting, and I was like, I'm going to whip out my astrology software. I'm like, what's going on right now? And it was really cool. It was my birthday, so the sun was in my natal degree. 
And then that Pisces full moon that I saw was in the same natal degree of my moon. And I was like, whoa, that's real. It was a degree away, but it moved into it. So I was like, wow, like that's kind of cosmic and cool. So I highly recommend if you're proficient with the astrology software, like find out what degree your sun is in or even what degree your moon is in. It will hit every month. And there's something about looking up at the sky and being like, wow, that's what was happening in the sky. That was opening the portal when I came down into this human body. Uh, so thank you all for the birthday I love. This Pisces full moon did a number on me. I was weeping with joy and weeping with gratitude and just feeling all the feels. <laughs> and the Mercury retrograde, uh, just also like weeping for other reasons. No, just kidding. So thank you for all that birthday I love. Let's talk about now some Virgo announcements before we get started. I'm going to give you the 411 today on how to rock the end of Virgo season, how to really ride out the rest of this retrograde. And of course, we got to talk about everything that happened in the news this past week and how it relates to astrology. So much is happening. But before that, I wanted to say that, of course, we're going to announce the Baddie Bundle winner. And if you want to win the Batty Bundle, you can just leave a review on Spotify, screenshot it, send it to us, or you can leave a review on iTunes and leave your Instagram in the handle. And here's the deal, my babes. I'm doing my, my weekly winner of the Batty Bundle, which is three free months of our premium Cosmic RX access, which is of course, our whole amazing platform, the social component, but also live moon calls, a moon guide, key astro dates for the month right at your fingertips. So all of that. But also this month in honor of birth month, because you know, I got to celebrate my birthday for more than a day because hello, we were born. What a miracle. In honor of birth month, at the end of September, I am going to, right as we transition from Virgo into Libra, I'm going to randomly pull all of the ratings and reviews from Spotify, iTunes, and randomly select one person to win a free complimentary one-on-one reading with me. So, ooh, it's fun. A true cosmic consultation. We can talk about anything. Astrology, you can pull cards, we can talk about your business, your idea, your life, your love, your dog. I don't even care, but it's going to be a blast because we're going to be together. So if you want to win that, leave your rating review. And of course, I will be going back to old ones too. So if you already left one, have no fear. You'll be in that running. Okay. So let's see who this week's winner is. Okay. This week's winner is bum, bada, bum, Nona92. N-O-N-N-A-H-92. Their review says, a beacon in the fog. The world is dark and muddy. Maddie is the light. <laughs> I know, I'm going to cry. <laughs> My Pisces moon. Her welcoming voice, even though it's so scratchy right now, walks me down parts of the road I haven't traveled, illuminating my path with loving guidance. I feel no fear on this journey, as Maddie sets the tone perfectly, feeling so much better with the Cosmic Rx. Now I'm just crying. So, yeah, no, no come, come slide in my DMs. Come find me. Come on into the community. That's beautiful. First of all, that is really just like shook me. I, I told you, I'm in my feels. September gets me in my feels. So thank you for that. And if you want to be like Nona, come leave your rating review, come hang. And of course, someone will be selected at the end of the month to an uh, private session with me. 
Also, in other announcements, let's call this a pre-announcement, a pre-teaser. Well, two things. One, Kripalu Retreat. It's live. It's online. We haven't announced it yet on the socials or on the email. We wanted to announce it to our Cosmic Rx community and the podcast people first, because there's only about, like I think, 40 spots. So we just thought, hey, let's give this to like our people first and foremost, you know, first dibs kind of situation. So a lot of you messaged us. I saw some of you signed up last week. And this is a really exciting retreat. We haven't gathered IRL, damn, like for an extended time since COVID, pre-COVID days. And we've actually never done something quite as magical as this. We're going to be at Kripalu in the Berkshires, hundreds of acres of like nature, trail walks, walking labyrinth, gorgeous, like plant-based, healthy, organic food, yoga classes, massage, anything you want to like rest and decompress in between expanding your damn mind because we're going to be doing, you're going through your chart to understand your purpose, but also how to actually live in it and how to maintain it and how to understand like how to live your most aligned life and to feel lit up and to feel healthy and to feel supportive of self while living, you know, in service, understanding your purpose. We're going to be getting a little magical. We're going to be building out your spiritual toolkit. It's going to be cool. And, you know, we're going to have to get a little weird and witchy and magical because, you know, my Virgo Pisces moon, my Virgo's like back to school. Let's get the notebooks out and learn. And then my Pisces moon is like, okay. And then can we do like a guided journey to meet like our higher self in unicorn form? And I'm like, done deal. So come hang out there. Other announcement. This is a pre-tease, but a lot of you have reached out about, yeah, just feeling like called to live in your purpose more or called to kind of really step it up in terms of the heart-centered leadership in your life. All my creative visionaries, where are you at? Obviously, I do my one-on-one coaching, but those spots are limited. And so at your request, We are relaunching some of our group programs. So I'm very excited by this. So if you have something you want to share with the world and you're feeling either stuck or scared or don't know how to get out of your own way, or maybe you're already sharing something with the world really beautifully, but you want to do it in a way that's, you know, with less burnout, more alignment, more flow, more abundance. I'm not going to go into all the details because it's pretty cheese, but we will have a link for a wait list in this bio so you can get first dibs on the announcement when it comes out. But it's going to be really cool. If you're looking for a container for transformation, this is it, honey. And we're about to go through, I'm going to talk about the podcast. We're about to enter eclipse season. There's going to be so many changes, so much going on. And the world is going to constantly tell you something, right? The media, the world, society, people who are very scared are going to tell you things like, you know, this is um, the worst time to be alive or the economy or the recession, inflation. Yeah, like of course, there's a truth to all of that for sure. But these times in life where it feels like there's a pullback, where it kind of feels like there's chaos, that's when the leaders emerge. That's when the people doing things a different way who stand up and put their stake in the ground, it's where they get to really make an impact and shift the trajectory of their own lives, but maybe even a ripple effect in uh, you know their corner of the world around them. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, and also if you just want to hang out with me in a container of other fucking cosmic badasses, then pop your name on that wait list. 
Okay, if astrology isn't real, let's talk about some of the things that happened last week. Where do I even begin? All right, let's just start with like the things that happened on or around the Pisces full moon. Well, one of those was Queen Elizabeth II passing. Okay, and why is this significant in astrology? Well, a few things. So we talked about all the planets, outer planets are currently retrograde. And when we see that, when that happens, it changes things on a collective, national, global scale, more than we feel it like on the personal, right? Those are generational planets, those are outer planets. So the retrograde, I thought that was interesting. Also, we have talked about the Uranus North Node Mars conjunction in early August was going to set off a chain of events affecting a lot of the fixed signs, Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius for August, but also beyond, like a ripple effect out. And then, of course, those eclipses coming in the fall to continue. Lots of change for the fixed signs and fixed sign energy in our own culture. And I thought very interestingly, Queen Elizabeth, her son is in zero degrees of Taurus. And of course, she has that Leo moon. Duh, like, are you even royalty if you don't have a Leo moon? And I read something interesting on Twitter from Catherine Urban, and she talked about the Pisces full moon really reflects the myriad of emotions emanating from the queen's death. Um, Pisces moons are a lot about completion, transcendence, like the end of a long spiritual journey, right? The last sign of the zodiac. And Pisces is the fish, two directions. So when Pisces things come up, we can see a split. We can see emotions flow in two different directions. And she commented on like, of course, there was a lot of heartfelt loss, commemoration, heartache, heartbreak, but also people really on the other side, you know, heavily critical of her due to, you know, her colonization, uh, genocide, mass level of theft of national resources. And that is kind of Pisces energy, the two emotions. One goes like blissful, transcendent, and the other fish can sometimes go into the depths and, and the, the heartache and the heartbreak. And they're both soulful and empathetic, and it's perfect. Not perfect, but like that's part of the human experience. If someone is looking for a good hot take on all the emotions surrounding the queen's loss, I really like the Instagram account black coffee with white friends and they did a post i think it went viral yeah there's like 120,000 likes on it you know how do we weep with those who weep when they mourn those who have caused millions to weep this is where we meet our humanity and see the beauty and the terror the in between and she talks about the ungracious posts around queen elizabeth's deaths and while those are valid and she really talks about things beautifully on all like sides of the spectrum of what we're feeling in her loss. And I think that her post is one of those things that I love about like Pisces energy of feeling all the feelings. And then you get the opposite of Virgo energy. Someone who writes something, synthesizes, distills it down. And it helps like almost have a container or a corral or a channel for your emotions that help you move through them right? So that emotional waters can feel more like, a, you know, a hose or a river versus like just like an endless <laughs> sea um, that you're swimming in. So again, kind of a crazy if astrology isn't real moment in terms of like the Taurus and Leo of it all in her birth chart, the planets retro, all outer planets retrograde, but that Pisces full moon and like that completion and the emotional. And of course, the moon in mundane astrology always relates to and signifies like the people 
so what the people are feeling. So yeah, check that out. Also, if astrology isn't real, then why was the New Little Mermaid trailer brought out during the Pisces full moon? Mermaid energy, hello. Also, shout out to Hallie Bailey. Love her. Watch her in Grownish. Beautiful. And also shout out for just uh, breaking the internet with by just being a black woman playing a mermaid. And again, Pisces full moon, the emotions, two different directions. There was so much hate, so much backlash online, which I will never understand. Everyone needs to get a life, get a hobby, grow the fuck up. I'll say it once, I'll say it again. This is just not going to fly, y'all. We are about to enter Pluto and Aquarius. And I just want to say, like, Pluto is saying evolve or die, bitches. This kind of behavior is just going to get you so left in the dust. We're just about to evolve so fast over the next, like, you know, it's going to start even within a year and then over the next 20 years. And I just look at this behavior and I'm like, that's just not, that's not it, hun. That's not it. So those people, shame on you. Get a life. Grow the fuck up. And to the other side of the Pisces energy, the other fish swimming in the divine transcendent energy, it was so beautiful to watch all those live reaction videos of small children, little black girls, especially the videos I saw of reacting to the trailer and seeing themselves in beautiful Ariel and that reminder that representation does matter. It is super important. And again, Jupiter-Neptune-Pisces conjunction of this past year has had a whole new saga, a whole new chapter is beginning that we haven't had since the late 1800s about how we tell stories and who is telling them and who is represented in them and obviously spirituality that brings that on the rise and art. And I feel like this Little Mermaid movie is one of the embodiments of that. So lots of if astrology isn't real moments there. Heavier if astrology isn't real moment. Definitely the GOP presenting the you know nationwide ban on abortions post-15 weeks coming out this week. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but just know this is very expected. <clears throat> this is part of late-stage Pluto in Capricorn, trying to grasp at the last bits of patriarchal control, and also with the Scorpio eclipses. The Scorpio-Taurus eclipses are a lot about reproductive rights, and I just want to really tell everyone the eclipses are coming, okay? We are about to be in eclipse season. It starts end of September. We start to feel the ripple effects of the eclipse that's happening October 25th. That's a Scorpio new moon solar eclipse, bringing big, big new beginnings for us with Scorpio things, especially in our personal lives. And then November 8th, we have a lunar eclipse in Taurus, a full moon lunar eclipse, and we'll feel those ripple effects for you know the weeks after. Now, what does this mean? This is right in the heart of, or right at the same time as the U.S. midterms. So we know it's going to be chaotic. There's a lot happening. Uranus is in the mix. Mars will go retrograde during that time. And we're in the Mars return of the United States. It's going to be crazy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's going to be a wild time collectively. We're going to use this opportunity to really make sure that we are registered to vote. We're voting voting with our dollar. We're just showing the fuck up and letting our voices be known, which is very Taurus, right? And Scorpio, like protecting of ourselves. And I think that the numbers show in this country that more people support reproductive rights than don't. 
So we got to just show up and make our voices known with that and stay calm, cool, collected. No, don't let the haters, don't let the bastards get you down, right? Okay, so I, am, I have to laugh because it's so ridiculous. Okay, so we're ending on a high note here. If astrology isn't a real moment, many of you sent this to me, but Patagonia had a very exciting announcement this week. They had a tweet, hey friends, we just gave our company to planet Earth. Okay, it's more nuanced than that, but we're closed today to celebrate this new plan to save our one and only home. Like, what? That is so beautiful. Shout out to Yvonne Schoenard. I have his book recommended by my business partner, and he is kind of has been called before like the reluctant billionaire. Like, you know, he has really beautiful leadership. And this is something that I want to point out to everyone listening. So Yvonne is a Scorpio. Of course, we love that. Born November 9th. And he created his company out of passion. He's an environmentalist, a philanthropist, loves the outdoors, really built his company with an environmental focus. Now, this is very, astrology isn't real. It's very North Node and Taurus, right? It's very, I talked about the changing of our collective values and then putting our money behind them is going to be rewarded and it's also setting a tone. And of course, Taurus is also very connected to the earth and protecting it. So shout out to you, Yvonne, for understanding the goddamn assignment. And it's also bigger than that too. We talked about post-2020, you know, 2020 exploded Capricorn energy, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto coming together to just break it all down. Like this whole capitalist, me, 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 take, 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 oppress, oppress, oppress. That is on the way out. I just don't know how to say it enough on this podcast. Like the new leadership, that's just going to keep not working. Of course, people are going to like have their short-term wins. Of course, right? Like duh, things don't happen overnight. But the model for leadership for the next 20 years is way more inclusive, way more progressive, we're more compassionate and also like having to realize that hoarding all of this wealth does nothing except for destroy the fibers of our society and looking to leaders who don't just like there's so many BS leaders out there who preach about conscious capitalism or all these like bullshit. Honestly, the Whole Foods CEO, I'm talking to you, like people who say all this stuff about like, we care, we care and they don't. They don't, they don't put their money where their mouth is. And what Yvonne did as we're leading into eclipse season, as we're leading into the end of Pluto and Capricorn, is gave us a real case study, a real life freaking example of how this looks and how this plays out in everyday life. And it's really cool. It's really amazing. And that, that's the way we're going, baby. Also, I wanted to shout out Emmy winner Kinta Brunson, donated part of the Abbott Elementary marketing budget underfunded teachers. This is the way, this is the future, honey, okay? This is the leadership, the creativity, the visionary energy that is going to be supported as we move forward. So shout out to that. So grateful. All right, let's mix it up. Who wants to talk about the moon? Yep, this is your lunar weather report. This is how we understand our emotional weather through the week, how to live in more alignment with ourselves, our internal world. This is, uh, again, if you're new here, this is the game changer stuff. Working with the moon really helps us understand what the heck is going on. So 
day this podcast comes out, the 16th, we have Moon in Gemini. Now we're going to be feeling that on Saturday too. So Friday, Saturday, listen, Mars is in Gemini. That's why we all feel really excited for change, but kind of ungrounded and overwhelmed. If you've been feeling like things are hectic or you feel really anxious, that's probably why. I mean, in general, mutable seasons like Virgo, there's a lot of uncertainty in the air, but the uncertainty leads to magic. But with the Venus and Sun and Virgo, Mars and Gemini, we're feeling like, oof, untethered. So when the moon goes into Gemini those days, I'm really going to ask you to ground down, put down the devices if you can. Think about some good structured dialogue if there's someone you could reach out to to externally process your feelings or emotions. Have fun with friends, IRL. Talk things out, write things out, do a brain dump, do a journaling. It's going to feel really good. We're going to look out for overcommitting on those days or being flaky or just, you know, trying as best as we can to stay grounded. Then on Sunday, the moon moves into Cancer and we'll feel that through Monday into Tuesday afternoon, 4.37 p.m. So Cancer Moon Days, we feel emotional, we feel sensitive. Wherever you're feeling a sensitivity those days, maybe a call, maybe an invitation to step into deeper care for and with yourself. Be your own safe place to land. Be your own home, your own support system. Have you been going too fast? Is all that anxiety spreading you too thin? Use the Cancer Moon Days to ground back down. Take a nice bath. Go grocery shopping for yourself. Tend to your home. Get some good sleep, okay? Remother yourself on those days. And then we're going to look out for just being like passive aggressive during those days. We want to focus on directness. Clarity is kindness and all of that. And then Tuesday afternoon, the moon was into Leo and stays there Wednesday and through Thursday. So Leo moon day is ending out Virgo season. So beautiful, giving us all some warmth, some inner vitality, some radiance, some invitation. Like, you know, Virgo season really has us feeling in that devotion, feeling in that duty to our sacred work and our sacred selves. Those Leo moon days ending off are just a little bit of an invitation to be like, hey, do something for you. Again, fill up your cup, be in your radiance, play, have fun, be seen, be creative. And then we're just going to look out for on those days. Mm, The Virgo-Leo combo can be a little bit, how shall we say, Let's make sure on those days that we are not looking for drama where it doesn't exist, okay? And we're not going to be like overly judgmental or gossipy about anyone. We're just going to kind of stay in our own lane. Yes, so let's talk about planetary planning. So as we round out Virgo season this last week, and then we'll be in the lovely Libra season, you know, there's not any like big, 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 big transits going on. It's more just like, taking stock of everything we've been in. Mars and Gemini, Mercury retrograde, we're still in Venus and Virgo. And the day this podcast comes out, Venus is going to square Mars. So we're going to look out for, again, that anxiety being an all-time high. I want you to think about like, you know, Venus and Mars are the romantic planets. So you might have a clash on those days with something romantic, partnership-wise. We're just going to really focus on clear, conscious communications and not assuming anything on that day, okay? It would be fun to mix it up a little bit too, do something fun, a little spicy. 
do something different in your like midday night or day to day routine. And then, yeah, for the rest of the week, we have Mercury is opposite Jupiter on September 18th. And this is like Mercury retrograde opposite Jupiter. We may have an expansion moment or a way we need to relook at one of our big dreams, or maybe we get to relook at it and re-examine our vision in a way that brings it bigger or bolder. So this is uh, also happened on September 2nd. So if you want to look back and see what happened then, and then, yeah, I think, you know, those are some of like, the big ones that I just wanted to like, in terms of little aspects that were happening in the sky. But the big thing for this week is how do we stay grounded when the world feels really buzzy or our internal world feels really hectic? How do we slow down? How do we come back to ourselves? What's the support network and system we need to show up for our sacred work? So asking yourself, what do I need physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally to really hold the container for my work? And whatever your work is, it doesn't matter if it's professional work or relationship work or caretaking work, but you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you have some sort of sacred work in your life. Again, Mars and Gemini is taking us on a journey and it's going to feel uh, pretty busy and buzzy through March. And then, like I said, we have a huge season of change coming. The end of Virgo season, we can feel a lot of uncertainty, but we want to let the uncertainty be where the magic exists. Okay, when things are uncertain, anything is possible. And we're headed into eclipse season. We're going to start to feel it as soon as like maybe the end of this month, right? And these eclipses are in fixed signs. So their changes that are being made are going to have long lasting impacts especially around your money you're making, how you're making it, where you're living, how you live in more alignment with your values. So I would get really clear on your, like we've been talking about for a while, but what are your values? What's really important to you? What are the things you've learned that you really value in life? Maybe you've learned some of your values you thought were them, like, oh, no, actually, that's not it. That's not doing it for me, right? Do you value freedom? Do you value time with your family? Do you value being in environments with supportive people? Do you value adventure, curiosity? Do you value security, stability? Like figure out what those things are and really try and narrow down a list of like two or three top values. And then I want you to really use those as a barometer, use them as a boundary, use them as your internal check-in system. Like, Is this thought, is this action, is this behavior, is this choice getting me closer to living in more alignment with these values? If not, then we're going to reassess, right? Speaking of reassessing, Mercury retrograde is still going on. So, of course, it's in Libra still. We'll move into Virgo soon. But in Libra, uh, this will be the last actual week of Mercury retrograde in Libra. So thinking about the re is really happening as it relates to money, as it relates to finances, as it relates to relationships, as it relates to, yeah, like balance and harmony in our lives. And just be curious, like, what is Mercury retrograde showing you about where you might need to readjust, re-examine, reassess, recommit to something in that area of your life, okay? And we just move with these cosmic cycles. We surf these cosmic waves because we trust that the universe is divine, is loving, is wise, and wants to use these cycles to help us get to where we want to go, to live in our soul's expansion, in our fullest expression, to be in our own evolution. 
And so we don't have to have like fear or any of these transits. We don't have to have any resistance when things don't go our way. We just kind of want to tune in, right? Listen to the cosmic rhythms, follow them, allow them to carry us. And in the last week of Virgo season, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up, we talked about it, but like if you have something you want to share with the world and it's been pressing on you, it almost feels like there's an urgency to it. I would take this last week of Virgo season just to do some journaling, put some words to it. Maybe just think about it, or if you have been doing it, do that reassessment. But this is a time where the new leaders, creatives, artists, entrepreneurs, leaders of their family, they're all being called forward to like rebuild this crazy world we're living in. So if you feel like you have that, if you feel like you have some kind of calling, some kind of connection to sacred work, I'm here to get validate, you absolutely have it. And it's completely true. It's completely valid. So use this Virgo season, get a little organized, write some things down, put together a little action plan, just in terms of like, what do you need? Structure, systems, like uh, rituals. And use this last week of Virgo season to return to yourself. Come back in as much as possible. How can you carve out time for yourself? No one else is going to do that for you. So it has to be an inside job. It has to come from you. But you're worth it. And we need you coming back to yourself so you can show up uh, for the rest of us. <laughs> um, yeah, but this week, it's just going to be about, oh, also we have a Sun-Neptune opposition. Can you tell Mars is in Gemini? I'm all over the place. That's on the 16th. I just say this because this happens once a year and reality can get kind of weird on sun opposite Neptune days. So I want you to, again, stay grounded. Don't rush into any big, like long-term decisions, but this is a good time on or around the 16th. Get quiet, light a candle, pull out the crystals, bust out the cards and stay open to something in your spiritual awareness that may offer you some sort of release, relief or guidance on something that's felt kind of sticky for you, okay? So we're gonna work again with these cosmic energies. We're flowing with them. We're getting our house in order. We're getting prepared for eclipse season. Yeah, October's astrology, Mars retrograde, Jupiter's gonna go back into Pisces, eclipses, lots, lots happening. So um, I'm gonna be here for every step of the way, wrapping you up in stardust, connecting you to your cosmic higher self, and reminding you, you are here to make magic, love yourself fully, take no shit, calling in hot sex and big fat juicy checks for all of us. Until next week, I'm your girl, Maddie Murphy, sending you so much love. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, 
Love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.